Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of Black History Month, we are going to be discussing the top 10 black video game characters of all time. Uh, shout out to Navari uh, Gandhi over at GameLuster.com. He writes, guys, I'm going to be real. I had to search for over an hour to gather 10 black characters with real stories worth talking about. I should have had I shouldn't have had to do that in this article. Uh, we're here to celebrate some characters that are shaped by their experiences being black. But I want to utilize this as a way to remember that black characters are underrepresented in gaming even more so than other mediums. But with that being said, let's jump straight into the list. These are the top 10 black video game characters of all time. Which one do you guys want to take the first one tonight? I'll go ahead and take the first one. So number 10 on the list is Cole from Gears of War series. Um, so Augustus Cole was born into a loving family in the town of Hanover. Um, his love and respect for his mother is cited throughout the series as a major motivation for him. And with her support, he began a career in Thrashball. Um, it's sort of based on American football. But his athletic accomplishments and victories eventually set him up as something of a hometown hero, but he declined to join the war as a soldier until his parents were killed on emergency day. Stricken with grief, Cole's mission to avenge his parents and prevent more deaths drove him to enlist in the army and use his platform as a sports star to encourage thousands of others to stand up and fight the gray monsters. Now, Cole is a shining example of someone working hard to create a platform, then using it for good. Um, so I'll open the floor. What are your guys' thoughts on... <clears throat> Cole from Gears of War. Go ahead, Dallin. I'll let you start. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was like one of the main characters for uh, and for at least the first two games. Um, you know, I mean, he was like because I think you you play as Cole for a couple of missions uh, in two, I believe. But yeah, I mean, he was he was a really cool character to play. I think. What about you, Chip? I mean, he was he's yeah. the main character in the first. But three. I don't. But I, you go back, and, but don't you go back and forth between characters? Yeah, but he's still one of the main characters. That's what I mean. He the is main, yes, he's the main character, but you play missions back and forth with different with different uh, characters. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just it's the squad, it's the four member squad. Yeah. Right. But anyway, what uh, you, what I mean, I I I thought <clears throat> the uh, I thought the lore of Augustus Cole was really good. You know. He, he never wanted to be a soldier, and it wasn't until his his parents died on emergence day where he was like, look, I'm going to take this platform that I have and and use it for the right reasons. Let me go ahead and enlist, and maybe I can get other people to enlist as well. Yeah. Um, is it? I don't know if, it, yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing, um, but it kind of reminds me a little bit uh, remember um, after the September 11th attack, uh, former Arizona Cardinal player Pat Tillman kind of did the same thing. He, you know, he pretty much left the NFL and joined the Army uh, to uh, help fight with the war um, that was going on at that time. Um, so kind of in the same vein, you know, him saying, you know, like I wanted to be, you know, a hero for it. Now, granted, it's, it's not the same uh, – in, in in terms of like, because you know Cole's family was you know got killed on Emergence Day and things of that nature, but that's what it reminded me of. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is good that you know there that a former athlete using a platform for good, which you know I think a lot of athletes do use their platform for good, except that you know nowadays in the media it's normally the the athletes who do the bad stuff are showcased more than the athletes who do good things. It's, I don't know. It's, it's weird, you know, but this was, that's why the NFL is that's why the NFL is good with doing the Walter Payton yeah. man of the year award. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, gears of war was, it's just a fun game to play anyway. You know, I mean, you got a machine gun with a damn chainsaw or, or saw blade on, on the end of it. it's pretty fun, pretty fun, fun game to play. Did you guys play all of them, or did you just play like the first couple of gears? I played the first four. Yeah, I've I've played them all. Yeah, five is on game. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't have Xbox right. past the fourth one, technically. Do they not? Do they not? Oh, yeah, wait, it's, it's exclusive, so you can't play. Yes, yeah, Microsoft one. I mean, I technically can play it on my PC, but I don't want to do that. Ever since Cliffy B left, I didn't like it because I didn't like the fourth one. Uh, the, I thought the fifth one was better than the fourth one. The story, in my opinion, was a little better, but, uh, you know, to each his own. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I got it on Game Pass. I might, you know, look at it and play it. You know, if I yeah. if I have time. Uh, that being said, I'm I'm currently playing GoldenEye 007 right now, reliving my childhood. Um, that being said, though, Chip, you sure, take I got it. You uh, next up, we're gonna talk about Three Dog from Fallout Three. That's my main man right there. Uh, so Three Dog, Three Dog is your only truly constant companion in fallout three assuming you're a heathen that doesn't keep dog meat with you uh three dog serves as the dj for galaxy news radio and sometimes operating the radio systems for well no one um so when when meeting three dog he's surprised to learn that anyone much less the lone wanderer has been actually listening to him three dog is a constant beacon for support for the player reminding them to Fight the good fight and never give up. His hatred of the oppressive enclave government <clears throat> drives him to get up every morning and spread the good word. Fallout 3 is a role-playing game, and if you're truly immersed in the game as the lone wanderer, hearing his energetic motivational snippets pop up between rebellious rock songs can be enough to power you through the next death claw. The man exudes positive vibes and absolutely cannot be stopped. Three Dogs Lasting Legacy formed The Good Fighters, a group of activists still working in the Capital Wasteland 10 years later to bring all or to bring hope to all who wander. Uh, What did you guys think about my man Three Dog? Go ahead, Tom. Uh, Three Dog, man, it was just fun because you. he had like just the funniest uh, quotes. Like he would just pop up, like you, you, it, they would play a song and then it would come back and be like, um, Hey everybody, this is three dog, your friendly neighborhood disc jockey. What's a disc? Hell if I know, but I'm going to keep talking anyway. You know, just, just these incredible quotes that he would say. And yeah, he is your, basically your only companion when you're, you know, playing the game. Um, but it not just it's not just Fallout 3. He also appears in the Fallout Shelter, uh, Wasteland Warfare. He was also on that one. Um he's mentioned in Fallout 4, um, but you know, he didn't really have any other than the mention in Fallout 4, he really didn't really have a thing in Fallout 4. But Fallout 3, he was, you know, pretty much all over the place. Do you guys remember like what somebody else uh What's some of y'all's favorite quotes that you can remember from the game? Oh, Chip, go ahead. Shit that I can remember? It's probably been, I don't know, six, seven years since I played Fallout 3. I mean, it's probably been 10 years since I played, but I've got a couple from him. Um, There's... Why three dog? Why three dog? Because one is not enough, two is too many. Uh, so three dog, bow wow. <laughs> um, and then there's an ended one where he'll he's giving you a report on something. And he's like Galaxy News Radio telling you the truth, no matter how much it hurts. Because <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just honest. Like he's just giving you information about the day that's going on and even the bad shit. And he's just like, yeah, I mean, something bad happened. Well, our player has to know about it. No matter how much it sucks, um, there's uh, one where he pretends to be the uh, shoot. What is the or the capital? What's the name of the bad? Yeah, uh, enclave. Yeah. Okay, yeah, enclave. He pretends to be the leader of the enclave, whatever, and then he's like, <laughs> "Just kidding, it's me, yeah. three dog." And then he had another one where it's like. People of the Capital Wasteland, it is I, Three Dog, your ruler, hear me and obey. Oh, sorry, that's for the other radio station. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I, I found the one you were talking about, Raji. He's like, hey, Nifty America, it's me, your president, John Hen. I, I got gotcha. you. Three Dog here. How's everyone doing? 
Uh, then there was another one. It's like that's right from Megaton to Glitter from to to Gritter Shade Paradise Falls to the Republic of Dave. We're coming at you loud and proud with a live with a special live report. It was just it was just it was a break from like the because you're in this you know post apocalyptic world you know and it, he brought a little bit of I guess norm, Normandy. Normalcy to the uh, to the world in a sense, a little bit of laughter to the world, you know, in a world full of darkness and gray, you know, gray, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, aside from the quotes, yeah. Roger, what what yeah. did you think of Three Dog? Uh, he's probably my favorite Fallout character in general. Um that's one thing the mission where you have to protect Galaxy News Radio is actually really important because he can't fucking die, which sucks because it really does ruin most of the game. Because if he dies and you find him early, uh, you pretty much can go the whole game without actually having yeah. him, and you're stuck listening to the propaganda machine. You know, I see his propaganda. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I like Fallout Three. It's one of my probably one of my top. 10 RPGs in general. American art, well, Western yeah. RPGs, I guess, would be the saying. Right, yeah. But that being said, what do you think? Well, I think you already answered the question. But he already answered. Yeah. Oh, he already answered. Cool. <laughs> All right. Just want to make sure. I'll make sure everybody gets their say. Uh, let's move on to the next one, then. The next one is Nadine Ross from Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Nadine grew up in a rough and tumble lifestyle constantly having to fight to stay alive and stay in control. After her father's death at a young age, she took over the organization's shoreline and led bands of mercenaries through foreign wars, changing the outcomes for the worst. While introduced as a villain in A Thieves' Inn, she became the protagonist in The Lost Legacy as the muscle of the group. Excuse me. She's well-versed in martial arts, military strategy, firearms, and political conflicts, making her an easy addition to list. Nadine is perhaps not the most heroic character in the Uncharted franchise, but she made her mark as the cool-headed and calculated uh, compliant to Chloe's boisterous and bold attitude. I have not played uh, Lost Legacy or uh, Thieves' End, so... I can't give my opinion on this one, but Raj, Chip, if you guys have played it, what what did y'all think of uh, Nate? Go ahead, Raj. Uncharted? I mean, me and Chip have talked about it before, but Uncharted is probably one of the better series in general. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Chip will never get any more. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, see see what happens when you when Sony makes games. See how well, people miss them. Uh, but th- so the. The bad thing is, <laughs> is the, that Naughty Dog stopped working on uh, Uncharted to work on The Last of Us, but then <clears throat> I, I read an article just the other day that there's uh, no plans for The Last of Us Three. So, no, they're probably going back to Naughty Dog. I mean, uh, sorry, Crash yeah, so what are you working now. on? You, those are probably your top two like game franchises for Sony right now. Uh, um, they could also be working they on could be. a new IP. That's, that's true. But, but still, uh, I mean, which I you know, so. you just started the last of us series and you just had the uncharted movie. So I don't know. Which is weird to me. Cause that, they definitely should be making another, um, at least one more Uncharted, but I understand that they, uh, they feel like they can't get anything else out of it without really it being, you know, organic and how it was before. But back to uh, Nadine. Uh, I mean, those two games that she's, oh, excuse me, two she's in or playable in, she's really good. I mean, she's just, she's pretty much like Nathan Drake, except smarter, I guess, would be, or cunning, yeah. more cunning, I guess, would be the way to say it. Yeah, I would say more cunning. Okay. And you also get to see her side of it too from everything she's going through and what she's got to do. Okay. So it basically tells her origin story of how, of why she became the way she became pretty much. 
I guess. I mean, she's. I mean, you pretty much get it through all the Uncharted in general when you first see her. Nathan talks about her. Okay. Have you not played the Uncharted series? I played the first one on like the PS3, like years and years and years and years and years ago. But maybe you had a PlayStation, you have them all. Yep. Because they're free. You don't have a PlayStation. I have an Xbox. That's it, if you had a PlayStation. <clears throat> yep. But nevertheless. All right. Well, that being said, Raj, it's your turn. Let's move on to the very next one on the list. Yes, sir. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Um, so next on the list, oops, scroll up. Next on the list is my captain, Captain Anderson from the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, also voiced by Keith David. Um, but Captain David yes. Anderson is the rock of the Mass Effect trilogy, holding the squad together while the universe falls apart. Anderson, oh, there. Anderson, voiced by the impeccable Keith David, is perhaps the most decorated war hero in all the Alliance military. Um, receiving numerous awards from many different organizations for his bravery in combat, Anderson is so well suited to his position as captain due to his unbreakable nature. Even when things go south, he holds his composure and is able to focus on the next step, one thing at a time. Shepard can always count on backup from Anderson, even if they make choices that the captain is less enthusiastic about. Um, so the Mass Effect trilogy is my favorite game series of all time. Um, by far, like there's nothing that's even close to it. Um, and Captain Anderson in the games is so such a good uh, moral compass, like a good moral compass, even though you're supposed to do what's right no matter what. Um, and he's always there for like if you get lost in the game series or just need more advice or just something like, to think about he's always there for you as opposed to uh ambassador udina who's the fucking cunt of the world for humanity right there now fuck him he's a cunt if you can make roger drop the c word i mean i I love the c word it's my favorite swear word just rolls off the tongue like a drop of water yeah well you know cunt see it just flows easily but uh, I, like, I like the fact that Chip agrees. No, no, no. It, it is like, like that. Just <laughs> it, it is because well, it's not forced it's like the other ones. Because anybody who can't understand normal thinking is a cunt. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. But I mean, it is cunt. Well, the other ones are. See, even when you start fucking, you gotta you gotta start with a power F or shh. You know, see shit. See. B- See, bitch, you know, you know, but see, cunt, just smooth, easy, like whiskey. Just put, right just put it in your hand and swash it around a little smooth. bit, you know. It's cunt, like you know, a Tennessee just, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it goes down smoothly. Cunts go down. Jim, smoothly. what do you think of Captain <laughs> David Anderson? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this this is supposed to be a celebration of, of a black video game characters, and you over here talking about the how to pronounce I could, curse I could, words. I and can shit. I can literally give you this whole history because I read every <laughs> single one of his books that like Mass Effect books that's based on him, including the comic series. Like see, he I is did, by far one of my favorite characters in general. See, I didn't even mm-hmm. know there was a comic book series. Yeah, there's a comic book about him and about his like when he like it talks about how he's going to become the first Spectre. The mission that he talks about where he was with Saren that went south that ruined it all. Um, when he first goes to Omega and everything like that, um, like he's a total badass. Like the game literally downplays him, but obviously the books were made after the game, so I guess the books more give him a true backstory and raise him up to like what we're actually supposed to know and see of him. But no, there's like there's a mission like where he's on Omega trying to find a sniper. And everything like that. It's like so. It's like so intense and so badass. Yeah, the the comics are are really good. If you you get a chance, definitely uh, check them out. Uh, mm-hmm. Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> and because uh, I think they give the I think the Captain Jensen is a trilogy set that they actually sell. Uh, I, I think you're correct. Okay. Um, but but the one yeah. on Vega is pretty good too. Um. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Captain Anderson is, is a, a great character. And, uh, you know, like Roger said, he's, he's the true like guiding light slash moral compass of the series. And, uh, <clears throat> going back to the comics, I, I really love that they, um, 
like added backstory to him and everything. I'd, I'd like how they do go more in depth on everybody. I mean, you even the side characters, yes, you get their backstory, right. you get to know things about them, everything like that, but it actually goes into more for each one. Um, even, um, shit, Arya on Omega gets a good one, um, which I think that one actually came out before the Omega DLC for number three came out, so I think they used some of that for, uh, or they may use that writer of that um comic for yeah, that storyline you you might be right for sure. on that. I'd, I'd have to look it up i don't know right off the top of my head um so yeah uh captain anderson is he, he's a like legit badass yeah i mean he was going to be the first human specter until he was sabotaged by obviously a racist or uh, xenophobic, I guess would be the right way of saying it for the yeah Turian, that would probably uh, be uh, the Saren. best way to say it, xenophobic or speciesist. Like it's so weird because like he hates hum- humans in general, so it's a species, I guess, not a race. Yeah. Speciesist. Yeah. Um, that's why Garrus is better, best Turian in the world. Okay. Or the universe, I guess. And I can't wait to the fourth one because it's supposed to be back in the Milky Way uh, Mass Galaxy. Effect Four, and maybe continuation. Yeah, because Andromeda yeah. was not good. No, no, I don't disrespect Andromeda. I loved it. I actually went back and played it last year. It is actually really good. I, underrated. I, see, when I put it up against the first three, it's not good. It. it... <laughs> Well, yeah, it's not fair. It's, it's, it was trying to be its own thing, and it was also on a different system, and it was an open world one. I may need to go back and play it again, just kind of open minded, maybe. But yeah, open your eyes, open your third eye, be cool with it. All right, well let's let's move on to the uh, let's move on to the next one. We're going to talk about good old Charles. Smith from Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, So born to a black father and a Native American mother, Charles Smith didn't have an easy time growing up in the late 1800s. (laughs) No shit. Yeah. And the sky's blue. Water is wet. The is green. Water is not wet. Water makes you wet. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking water paradox. We're doing paradoxes now. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, uh, Chip. Charles Chip, is quiet and reserved, but concentrated in his approaches to problem solving. He's a crack fighter, so much so that he's won several tournaments over the years. He's a brave, honorable, and righteous man, never discriminating between white, black, or Native American people when he sets out to help the locals. While obviously the muscle of the gang, Charles really serves as its moral center. His natural silence is usually read as shyness, but in reality, he's just an overly observant man. And that observant eye saves Arthur Morgan's life more than once. Charles is absolutely the man you want as your backup. And by Jesus, he is. That dude is a bad ass. (laughs) Uh, did you guys play Red Dead Redemption 2? Go ahead, Talon. Yeah, I played Red Dead 2. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, like I said, he was, uh, what was the mission? Uh, I cannot think of the fucking mission. I can't, it's been so long since I played Red Dead 2. Um, uh, something about you was hunting buffalo, and then there was a couple of people trying to kill you, and then he comes to to make the save or something, something like that. I cannot remember off the top of my head what it was. Oh yeah. Um, when you're going against the Cuttonese type. I think so. I guess I don't, it's been, dude, it's been so long since I played that game. I really don't know if you're fucking with me right now. You're <laughs> I literally said the Cuttonese tribe. I heard what you said. <laughs> so, dude, they laughing at me. Y'all they laughing at me now. No. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because this motherfucker said the Cuttonese yeah. tribe. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the fuck it was. Like, I can't. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, I've played Red Dead 2. Um, I played it once through. 
uh, hot take is not as great as people make it out to be. Um, but I, I mean, I played overall, and yeah, he's a total badass, and he does. I wish you could play as him. Yeah, I do. I do as well. Um, just just because of of how badass he is, like I would like to take him and and do some like of those fighting tournaments. Yes, but I digress. Hello? I'm here. Did he get out? Y'all still there? I was about to say. Uh, No, I'm still here. I thought y'all were going to continue the conversation. (sighs) That being said, let's move on to the very next character on the list uh the next character is i'm probably gonna butcher this because i don't play overwatch yeah, uh, lucio. lucio i want to say that's how it's pronounced you want me to say his name right. <laughs> lucio lucio correa de santos please go ahead thank you was a was was born in a poor crowded slum in rio de janeiro and like many poor kids use sports as a way to escape he grew up playing street hockey and football slash soccer with the with the local kids and eventually decided to use his passion to inspire others. Brazil was facing hard times following the Omnic crisis, and Lucio found that music was the best way to inspire his fellow countrymen to action. Taking advantage of the poverty, multinational conglomerate Vishkar ran Symmetra. by yep. some. Symmetra, okay, came to town and began gentrifying uh, the neighborhoods, explore, exploiting the population as cheap labor. Lucio began rallying the troops, using his songs to inspire thousands to stand up for social justice and fight to defend their home. After leading the charge against Vishkar out of Brazil, Lucia became a national symbol of social change and joined Overwatch to spread social justice the world over. Now, I did I've never played Overwatch. Uh if you guys uh, have ahead, what is your opinion on Lucio? I mean, Lucio's probably my second favorite support character, maybe third favorite. Um no, he's really cool. Um, he does use the ability. He's a, he can heal, but also do speed boost, uh, rise on walls, um, can boot people. His uh, gun actually does pretty good damage, um, and he can space out and everything like that. Um, he's not too overpowered, but no, he's one, he's a really fun character. He always has really cool quotes um, and like very motivational stuff for his team and everything. It's pretty cool guy overall. Yeah, I um okay. I, I I've played Overwatch. Roger and I've played together several times. I don't know that I've ever played with uh, Lucio though. I think I usually go uh, with like a tank or um yeah, either a tank DPS. or a DPS. Because uh, Roger's usually always going with a support character. Um, so we try to compliment each other. <laughs> yep. uh, but I, I mean, hell, I, I would play with y'all if the damn uh, game would work on my system. Yeah, I still don't understand that why why that doesn't work. I'll either. have to come over and look at it one day. Um, but but I mean, uh, watching oh, Roger play <laughs> as him, he looks really fun. So I, I may have to jump yeah. on and uh, switch roles or something one day. I mean, there's even a game mode called Lucio Ball, where it's literally just two teams of Lucios trying to score a soccer ball against each other. Okay. Yeah. Sort oh, of like yeah. Halo Ball back in the day. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, let's move on to the next one. Raj, it's oh man. It's on you, Raj. 
Oh, man. Yep, it is on me. Go ahead, Raj. So number mm. four on this list. I fucking hate fucking this game. game. Uh, no, I love it, but I fucking hate I, So next on ahead, number four on the list Ray. is Lee from the Walking Dead series. Or season one. Uh, spoiler. Season one, <laughs> Telltale Walking Dead, yeah. Um, Lee... I know spoiler. It fucked me up, but go ahead. It'd be sad. I know you talked and read the blur. Lee is a strong, determined, and thoughtful man, but he is most definitely not a perfect man. Lee's story begins the story of The Walking Dead on his way to prison, having murdered the state senator he fell asleep with his wife. Um, He is freed from his impending incarceration by the zombie apocalypse, escaping into the city to find refuge. Uh, Upon meeting the dog, Clementine, a young girl that was separated from her family. He takes her under his wing and eventually becomes his, her adoptive father. She literally drops a hammer on a zombie's head that's about to kill him. Um, regardless of decisions that the player makes for Lee, he's consistently intelligent, encouraging, and thoughtful man. And he actually was a history professor before the apocalypse began. Lee's story is so significant because what he truly finds through Clementine is redemption. A second chance to be a good man. Um, Many of us can relate to this to his mission to be better, and all of this is ignoring that Lee is one of the first established black protagonists in a high-profile video game. Um, there's often a lot of pressure for first like this. Uh, Wonder Woman comes to mind, but Telltale absolutely knocked it out of the park. And Lee is a real person fighting through a real nightmare to be better. And I can't give this character any higher praise than that. You could put him as number uh, one on a list. I mean, he is such a a good character. Yeah. Really, really, really good character. And you can tell right away from the you know, from from the jump. I mean, again, you're it's a telltale game, so you're obviously making the decisions and all these different things. Um, you know. Because in a sense, it's like it's still Lee, but it's like you're controlling Lee's thoughts and actions and things of that nature. Um, but man, the, the the story, the the whole first season of the Walking Dead Telltale game was just you you become it's like you have to make some very fucked up decisions as Lee. You have to make some very hard decisions. Um, which the decisions you make in like episode one and two kind of come back to, to, to talk, to kind of come back in like episode four and five, you know what I mean? And it's, I don't want to ruin too much of the game for everybody, but just that final scene, man, of, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that fucked me up. <laughs> the season one did of you, Walking uh, Dead Telltale Did you play season up, two? Dude. But yeah, yeah. I I, I played season two. Ooh. I hadn't gotten to season three. You haven't yet. done three or four. I haven't done three or four yet. I've done. I've done. We don't, why didn't you talk to us about number two yet? Oh, because it's been a while since I played it. Those stories by heart. Yeah, I need to finish the Wolf Among Us for this uh, channel. I actually have some of the stuff recorded. I just need to yeah. edit them out. Then I might actually play yeah. um, Walking Dead series because Telltale's probably was my favorite gaming company for a while. And I need to get a capture card from a PS2. That's random. So, well, <laughs> why? Why specifically for your PS2? Uh, cause I don't know, figured, you know, when I get the, capa- when I get the capability to, I want to kind of like revisit a lot of the do what I do. PlayStation get an emulator on your computer. Uh, like that's all I'm doing. Def Jam for the yep. channel. It's the PS2 version. Okay. I'm playing it with a 360 control on my computer. That's I mean, I just mapped the buttons out myself, but the PS2 version was the best version of the game. Well, look at the. Oh, it was. It really was. Well, I mean, te- it had te- it, technical aspects. It was the better overall game because of that. 
Right. But the I Xbox had a better graphics. Oh, I already, Chip, already said what, what I thought. Blue, I thought I think he's a really good character. Right. Yeah. And it, it probably hits a lot harder now for us, especially well, for me, because when this game came out, I was still in high school. But I mean it didn't hit it didn't wasn't as impactful as I think it was going for. But now as a parent, it definitely has a oh, lot yeah. more. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if you've ever, to anyone who has never played Walking Dead Season 1 Telltale game, play it. It's a beautiful story, but at the same time, it could fuck you up if you ain't mentally ready for it. Um, But yeah, it, it's a good game. That being said, let's it move is. on We're gonna to talk the about Bayek from the Assassin's Creed Origin. Um, is, is, I really enjoy the Assassin's Creed games. And I got out of them for a little while, but this game kind of took a step in a new direction, did more open world and everything. Like if you haven't played Assassin's Creed Origin uh, or any of the games after that, I 100% recommend like going back and playing those games. Uh, So having at least started every game in the series, I feel comfortable saying that Bayek is my favorite protagonist in the Assassin's Creed franchise. I agree with that statement 100%. Uh, He is relatable in that he works to hone his own weaknesses into strengths. He is determined to make his own loss something good, something powerful for his country. He is driven by a need for both justice and revenge and directs every moment of his energy towards fighting for the people of Egypt from the shadows. Bayek is the last magi magi of Egypt, uh, and that is the national police in service of the Pharaoh. Uh, And his life is immediately turned upside down as he loses his son in the opening scene of the game. He vows vows revenge on the shadowy Mm -hmm. order that executed his son, and takes to the streets of Egypt to hunt down the killers one by one. He's dedicated, determined, unrelenting, and merciful all at once as he attempts to put things right, blazing a path of carefully focused destruction through those that would oppress his countrymen. This excellently written character is brought to life by Abu Bakr Salim, in some of the best video game voice acting motion capture that I have ever seen. This finally is a protagonist I know, understand, and can fight for. Um, Did either of you play Assassin's Creed Origins? No, I did not. I stopped playing after three because it fucking blew me out. And then I went to Pirates and I fucking hate Pirates. Uh, but I do have it because it's on mm-hmm. um, the PlayStation Plus. So I may play it for the channel also. So it could be a first-time experience for somebody. Mm. That would be really good. Uh, I thought about mm-hmm. playing, going back through it for the channel. But if you want to do it as a first-time player, I think it would mean more. Well, I'm saying all this, but once February 7th hits, there, there's nothing else that's going to exist because Harry Potter's legacy, I mean, Hogwarts legacy is going to take mm, over the channel. I understand. <laughs> I understand. About to give these motherfuckers with the <laughs> Adama Kadaver. <laughs> bitch. Bodies everywhere. Bodies. <laughs> Ravenclaw will rise. Yeah. Yeah. Expresso Petroleum. Um,. As far as Assassin's Creed goes, like I played one and two, didn't play three. I played Black Flag. Um, the last one I played. Was oh, so Odyssey. you skipped Origins and I went to Odyssey. Origins. I played Odyssey, but I don't think I played Origins. Well, well you yeah. skipped a bunch in I general, technically. Yeah, I, yeah, I skipped Origins. <laughs> well, I skipped a bunch in general, yeah, but no, nah, the last one I played was Odyssey. Um, I don't know for some like Odyssey. I don't know because it had like that. It had that like that. Um, old like greek that old myth the old mythological feel to it you know with the spartans and the trojans and you know the soldiers and things of that nature like like i'm like i'm infatuated with that type of stuff um 
but Origins seems oh, like it, it would it, be pretty It cool definitely too. is, and the the Bayek character is it's such an amazing character and learning his story as you play through the game um, is, is great. There's also a comic series uh, based off of this, or it's a continuation. Uh, Part of it's a lead up to the, to the game and part of it's a continuation of the game. Uh, And I, I highly recommend reading that as well. Uh, If if you want to know more uh, about Bayek and his son and, and all that. Um, so yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, that being said, if we're ready to move on to the very next one on the list, the next one on the list is Billy Lurk from the Dishonored series. Billy Lurk is a black, bisexual, handicapped, Wait, woman yep. that stared in her own... What? Have you never played I Dishonored? I did, but I definitely don't remember. Is this the first one? Let me let me finish the... Let me, let me finish the blurb. Well, it says the Dishonored series. Let me finish the blurb. Billy Lurk is a black, bisexual, handicapped, middle-aged woman that starred in her own action game. And it was the it was the most natural progression of a of the series possible. Billy has been a core part of this of the Dishonored series since the first game, serving as the apprentice of Doit, the assassin who killed Empress uh, Caldwin, eventually becoming Emily Caldwin's core ally in Dishonored Two. Billy operates the ship, the Dreadful Whale, that serves as the home base. Without her assistance, it's unlikely Emily would have ever made it out of Dunwall alive, much less taken back to the kingdom of Delilah. After securing the throne for Emily, Billy moves on to become the protagonist in Death of the Outsider, closing out the story. Competent and straightforward, she speaks only frankly and doesn't engage with small talk, jokes, or other uh, frivolities. I think that's the best way to say it. Sorry, Billy is is reserved, but but is that supposed to say fierce or tits? I don't know. But more than anything, she's resourceful. You've got to be resourceful to kill God, after all. What you guys feel? Uh, about, go ahead, Roger. I have Lurk nothing to say because series. I did not play the Dishonored series. So I was working at GameStop when Dishonored came out, so I got pre I pre-ordered earlier and anything like that because I was super excited because I like the mechanics to it. And when I played it, it disappointed me so much that I think I only played like 40% of the game and just, just couldn't finish anymore. Um, I never played the second one. So, yeah, I'm not really one to talk about this one. <laughs> wasn't Wasn't Dishonored like the one that was on the Wii that used like the Wii remote, like did like really truly used like the Wii remote. Uh, cause the first one was in 20, Which would have been 360 PS3 uh, yeah, it'd have been 360 PS3. No, I, yeah, so I didn't think it was way too graphically um, high for that. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the one where you yeah. can turn into like um, a rat and stuff like that. Um, to sneak around, it's a really good. It yeah. like the, the the I understand what they were going for at its core, because uh, you could have special powers to do different um, abilities and stuff like that to sneak around and do pure stealth. Because um, I think one of the um, achievements on it was do all stealth, no kill, no violence, never be spotted, stuff like that. Pretty much like how uh, Splinter so used to having stuff like that uh, in Metal Gear. But like I I don't know, maybe I need to go back and give it another try. Um, because I thought, like I said, I thought it would have been really good. Uh, and the story seemed cool. Well, I mean, it's critically acclaimed. I mean, it's critically acclaimed. Uh, the first game. Well, I mean, it had to have been for them to make a second one. Yeah, I mean, it got. I mean, there's nothing less than an eight on all of the big publications: Eurogamer, G4, Game Informer, Gamespot, IGN. Uh, you know. Metacritic gave it a 91 out of 100, you know, so, I mean, it's, you know, pretty successful. Um, All three games are on uh, Game Pass, so I may 
delve into them and see if uh see if they are worth uh playing but but yeah so let's move on to the number one spot number one spot on the list is the dog herself clementine um more specifically the walking dead season two one um gosh walking dead season two um is this one from Walking Dead? Is this clear from this picture from season two? Uh, yeah, season four. No, that picture's. I think so. Yeah, because that's is that from season yeah, because that's yeah, because I don't I don't remember ever talking. To, I don't remember Clementine. So being this. So spoiler to you, Talon. Yeah. Um, that's the baby. Fuck. The one next to her. Yeah, this is season oh, four. That's why I was so confused yeah. by this picture. That's the baby. Oh no! You'll I'll trust still play me. It. Go ahead. You'll trust me. You'll still play I'll it. I'll still play it again. Go ahead. I think this is like the open clip. I don't think it's even spoiler. Um, but um, right, go ahead. Read the go ahead. Go ahead. So forget list of the best female or the best black game protagonist. Clementine would earn a spot on the top ten protagonists of all time. Facts. Clementine brings the series as a uh, begins the series as a scared child and depends only to be her father figure. In season two, Clementine is hardened by loss and failure. Growing with the most painful way possible. What was once innocence now anger was once what was once wonder is now mistrust. Yes, it is. Tongue twister. Um, clinging on to the values. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, clinging on to the values that Lee taught her in the first game. Clementine goes on to become braver and braver with each setback, never stopping her focus on moving forward. Um, matured by necessity, Clementine experiences what many of us did growing up without a stable home life. In that pain, in that force, she finds individualism she finds independence and she finds herself somehow she is able to hold on to humanity throughout the terror of living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland which is more than i can say for any of the characters in the tv show now clementine tops this list because she succeeded in turning her misery into something better and we might all be a little better if we follow her in her footsteps don't let your pain break you wear it like armor um so yeah um since you have played season two, uh, what are you guys' opinion? You know, this is a season four, and it sounds like they're talking about season four for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if you, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, season two, she's still kind of, she's still kind of, res- I mean, she's still a kid in season two. Like, she's still the de- sort she's of dependent. Still, like. Yeah, because um, fuck, who who was she with at the start of the game? I can't remember their fucking names. Oh, life. Ahmed was, uh, and Luke, Christy, no, yeah, Ahmed Christa, and Christa, uh, Christa, yes, uh, Christa. Yeah, and in the opening Christa, scene, yeah, though, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, what you supposed to do with something like that? Yeah, I fuck, dude. I don't know. And then she, you know, they, they, they had that Luke thing and Kenny, you know, they found they found. They found Luke. And, yeah, they found. No, Luke. she found Luke before that. Um, they found Luke. Yeah, I know she found Luke before that. Yeah, but uh, uh, see, who I'm trying to think of was yeah, the, the stupid Nick. one, or the, uh, the one that jumps the gun a lot. That's stupid. Yeah, the, the one yeah. that jumps the gun a lot. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, there was the doctor. What was his name Carlos? Carlos? Yes. Carlos? Something like that. Carlos. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, there was Pete. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's like super, super protective of her. Uh, Sarah, Sandra, Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, it was Sarah. Yeah, but you know, so and but basically, it's like they they pretty much take them in pretty much, um, and then the whole thing is just you're going all over. And I don't want to ruin too much for the people who haven't played it, um, but then they meet uh, later on in the game. Uh, I'll, I'll say this because I don't think it'll ruin anything. Later on in the game, you meet oh, Arvo, um, who. Yeah, Arvo, the one, uh, the kid, the kid that's got his, he's, he's got the leg brace on, um, very fucked up English. Um, Fuck him. But you know he, hey man, <laughs> hey man, yeah. <laughs> you said kid, that dude's definitely it, a teenager. It, 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 I mean, not it, a teenager. That dude's yeah. definitely like a thirty year old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't want to say too much because I feel like it'll it'll ruin. And remember when you walk across the lake. Um. Yeah, that bullshit. Um, 
in your yeah, man, that favorite was one of female those, character returns. That was one where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that cunt. That, yeah. That cunt. See how yeah. easy, see that how easy it yeah. off the tone? I will say that. <laughs> it did, yes. It, it, like it really, really did. Should have ran that bitch over in the RV in episode one. Or I mean, one she was sort of right, but also wrong at the same time. Yeah. So did you, cho- did you I mean, choose to leave I mean, her, or what was your decision with her? Yeah. In season one? Okay. Yeah, I chose to left her. I left her ass. Like, fuck this bitch. Yeah. See how your choices affect so, the gameplay later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quack, quack, shucky, ducky. Yeah. I, 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 man. <laughs> he didn't do nothing. <laughs> he was the best assistant, uh, <laughs> detective assistant ever. He was. He, he really. He really was. And then, and but but it all fuck fuck season two. I, I was like, or season one. I sat there and I was like, I should have just let him kill him. I should have just let Kenny kill him, because then that came back and bit me in the ass. in, in episode four or five, I mean, and it's like, uh, like it's like, what do you do? You, you know, just catcher. You killed catcher. You killed Doc. Ah, oh, fuck you, Lee. Like, fuck you, Kenny, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Kenny. I stuck with your ass through thick and fucking thin, and I did what I thought was the right so thing So just to, to let do. you know, it doesn't matter yeah, what you do like, with Kenny, he's still a mm-hmm. fucking asshole in the second season. Yeah. Yeah, that bitch. Uh, uh, who's worth him or Matt? Um, Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Oh yeah, that because yeah. Ben was a scared child who thought he was doing the right thing. Kenny's just a kind. I would say Kenny's worse than Ben, yeah, because I mean, because again, Ben, you know, Kenny old enough to fucking know better. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then the I way Ben, the way Kenny treats Kenny Ben was, throughout Kenny the fucking worse. season, anyways. Yeah. Like you ain't fucking. That's like when Ben goes off on, fuck you, you know? at least you know how they went. I never got to see my mom or dad. I don't know what happened to them. I don't even know if they're alive. I was like, damn, Ben's speaking facts. Yeah, he is. But it's stuff like that. Yes, oh, he ahead. is. Did you ever, did you ever, did you ever, yeah, did you I ever played play every the, single uh, thing they've ever put out. Da- like every, every, every Telltale from okay. ever since uh, the Back to the Future game. Have you guys played that one? Uh, yeah, no, their it's, first, it's not available anymore. Their first major IP. Yeah, it should uh, be on PC. I, okay, it might, it might be on PC. Really? Actually, I looked for it on the actually, Xbox, but actually, it's I not there. I think you could get it on... I don't think it came out on Xbox. They Is are now they're doing two though? games, The around? Expanse and Wolf Among Us 2. Because um, they, no, they got closed so, down so, and a lot of people let go and it was a big... Clusterfuck because they did it the dirtiest way by not telling people um, and letting himself get stretched so thin and going bankrupt and then just releasing their people all at one time for the most part. Uh, Well, I think one of them finished, one group, small group finished the uh, Batman and Game of Thrones one. Um, And then, then they shut down for good. But, I mean, they're such a love company that people pretty much forced it to come back. Cause the because I played the Batman Telltale series as well. That yeah, was, you need to play the second. No, one. I just played the first one. Okay, oh, wait, 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 the, wait, the Enemy Within. Wait, well, that's the one I played. Who is okay, the so Who play, is the I villain? I didn't play the first. I played the second. One you played. Uh, the yeah. Joker, so you played the second one. You didn't play the first one. Joker, he, <laughs> yeah, I played the second one. Yeah, the very first villain I encountered. It was the one where I killed the. It's one where I killed the Riddler in the first episode. Uh, the first uh, episode, or second episode, or wherever it was. I think I was think it was the first episode I killed the Riddler, because that's when that one bitch uh, from the agency, fucking um, uh, Amanda Waller. That's what her name. Um, she knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne from the jump. You know, so uh, real quick, uh, Chip, you can get Back to the Future, um, the game off of eBay for like 15 bucks before the 360, but it's still sold on the PS4. Um, but yes, you can get it on Steam also. I'll have to get it on Steam. 
So there you go. Yeah, because it was only released for the. Yeah. I mean, it says you can get it on Xbox One though. I, I couldn't find oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, here, oh, I'll send you. I'll send you a link for it. Oh shit, oh, it's expensive. No, no, I'm, no, shit. I'm, I'm forty-eight I'm bucks still. How? Yeah, you might as well just get it on Steam or something. Like that should be a game I should play for the channel. Also, so did you guys? So you guys did it play that? So no, did you guys play the Jurassic Park that game? One that one is fucking beautiful. I and I saw three sixty. I believe I have it actually still physically. Um, they did the original Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy one. Until Square Enix, I think, took it. Um, the Game of Thrones one was all right. Um, shit. What, then the Walking Dead ones. Uh, the Batman ones. They're doing The Expanse right now. The Wolf Among Us 1 and 2. Um, they did, I think, Monkey Island was there? Or no, I can't remember. Um, yes. Tales, okay. of, Tales of Monkey Island, um, yeah. Also, they have a Batman, Batman Shadows Edition available on PC uh, and I, console. What is this? Yeah, that's the that that that's the uh, it, it came. Out oh, it's just it's the remastered version of the I'm Batman sorry. games, both of them, um, and it's got it in shadows mode, so you can play like a noir style and only uh, highlight certain colors for certain villains. Um, yeah, Tales of Monkey Island, Hector. Yeah. Magic Carnage. Damn, I might actually start playing them. I think I might actually start playing with Telltale Games on Tales of Monkey Island. Um, but no, like the, the Back to the Future one's pretty cool because I think it's set between the first and the second one. Um, and then obviously, like we talked about, the Walking Dead ones are really good. Game of Thrones ones okay. Two Batman ones are really good. Wolf Among Us is probably my favorite one from them. Um. Tales of Monkey Island is really choppy. You could tell what they were going for, uh, being like their first true big step. But no, it's nice. Interesting. All right. Well, that being said, though, um, with with that being said, were there any other uh, black video game characters that you guys can remember uh... that weren't on the list? Trying to think. Uh, uh, shit, I actually had yeah, one earlier too, in my head. And um, CJ Johnson from CJ uh, and or Franklin. I think Franklin has more of a morale. Yeah. Dilemma because he is the middle ground for um shit. Um Trevor and who's the other one? No. Sean? No, 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 that's different. That's no Sean's CJ. That was that was CJ. Oh, so GTA 5 guy, the business um, guy. Yes. Yeah, Franklin. GTA 5? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. It's Franklin, Trevor, and why can't I remember who the other one is? Michael. Michael's like the he's supposed to, he's the dad trying to be like a dad has a good moral compass. Trevor's the character archetype, which I hate in all game or in general. But he's just made to fuck things up. His purpose is to cause issues when there's not an issue, so it just annoys me. Um, and then Franklin's right in the middle, um, being the hood guy working with these two. Uh, old white collar would it be white collar criminals? Is there Robin Banks? Is that yeah, white collar crime color. or is it a blue collar crime? Okay, okay. Um, that's white. Color. I would also that's say Marcus Holloway from uh, Watch Dogs Two. Marcus Who? Holloway. From from, Sorry. Yeah, from Watch Marcus Dogs Holloway. Two. <sighs> I haven't played Watch Dogs Two. I couldn't even finish. Two playing. is so much better. So much better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's another one that I'm missing that I was thinking about earlier. Um, 
Oh, um, 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 um shit, Bonnet Commando. Bonnet Commando. Um, what was his name? You talking about Jax from Mortal Kombat? Bonnet Commando. Uh, no, Bonnet Commando. Um, uh, what is his fucking name? I don't know. Uh, but I I would also say I'm Jax right from now. Mortal Kombat 2. That's a pretty iconic black character. Well, I mean, he's in more than that, but that's just his first yes. appearance. Nathan okay. Spencer. Sorry, that's the name. Uh, uh, I mean, he may be black, he may be white. I can't really tell. I thought he was black. Well, and he then white. He's a suspicious tan okay. color. Uh, well, and then probably the most famous and... Uh, I would maybe first black character that I ever remember seeing in a video game, Balrog from Street Fighter. Balrog, yeah. Yeah. And Bison. Yeah. Except in the US. I would say, see, when I think of a, he's, see, he's, when I think of Indian. black characters, in also Street, I think of Dalsim. Yeah. No, we're talking about old, good old M. Yeah, good old M. M. Bison. Mike Bison. Balrog. Yeah. Balrog. Uh, speaking uh, of Balrog, uh, yes. Yeah, go ahead, put your plug in. There. <laughs> uh, Balrog is voiced by a close personal friend of Movement Radio. Anybody want to guess who that is? Baraka? Uh, uh, also, uh, yeah, also, yeah, also ironically does the voice of <laughs> Baraka and uh, Shao Kahn. Huh. I just can't. How'd you guys feel about the lack of Baraka in the new Mortal Kombat movie? It, it, it didn't bother me. Maybe since we didn't actually see Shao Kahn yet, maybe he'll be one of the heroes in a uh, quote-unquote tournament yeah. heroes in the next one. Um, but Johnny Cage shoots the main focus, and hopefully it's the Miz. Maybe hopefully that's why the Miz was on break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, but shout out to Bob Bo- Carter. Bo- Bob if you Gordon. actually go back and uh, listen to uh, some of the past episodes, definitely go check out the shorts on YouTube. You'll hear Bob Carter giving us a shout out. Yep. Good old Kusakon. Ming Chen and uh, Brother John Anderson from Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, I can never remember her name, her first name. I just remember her her middle and last name. It's Jade Weehunt. I cannot remember her first name. Uh, She was in The Walking Dead. No, Maggie? she was just like a, a side character. Maggie is Lauren Cohen. Which I wish we could. Good luck. Her. She she wants a hundred dollars an autograph. <laughs> I'm just talking about get her. All right. But that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we really hope that you enjoyed this. Uh, this this whole entire month as we celebrate uh our uh, black history month with all celebrating uh black characters from all different uh mediums from video games to professional wrestling um comic books and anime thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode tonight we really hope you guys enjoy it anything you guys want to say before we bounce out here this evening as always check out movementradio.us that is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio and what we got going on over on the youtube channel tonight raj uh, tonight, um, not really sure what's going on tonight, uh, but you know, for you guys to stay tuned, just hit the subscribe button, hit that bell notification. I'm gonna shit your bed again. Shout out to all of our sponsors, of course, the OG GearAnime.com, Audible, uh, Zoo Lily, Canva, Elementor, Get Response, Entertainment Earth, 
uh, Just Cash Clothing, W.GG, all of our friends that's been down with us since day one. You guys know who you are. Um, so, yeah, again, man, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening. We love you, and we appreciate you guys so much. See you guys next time right here. Hit with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. Streamlabs.com forward slash movement radio forward slash merch. Go cop some merch. And once again, check out movementradio.us, your one-stop shop. All things movement radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.